Alrighty, so about one year back, um, news broke about this uh, this particular topic that uh, quantum computation has actually been linked to gravity, and I think that this topic has been far too overlooked. Now, let's understand why this could be so important. So first off, there are many different reasons as to why this is the case, but I want to point out the fact that gravity is not just something that we as humans cannot replicate or create at this point in time, but it's something that if we could do so, we could literally change the the field of technology, um, aviation, space travel, what have you, as uh, as we know it. Now, let's let's break down the basics before we get into the more complicated stuff, which is that information and gravity seem to have something in common, which, which is crazy, right? It sounds kind of crazy, like literal information and gravity, but it, it's true because they can actually both be described within the framework of geometry. And I honestly think that the more studies and papers and, and proposals that come out like this, the more like the more and more closer we get to understanding what makes up gravity and, and dark matter and, uh, and life as we know it. Because even though, like personally, I, I can't say how far away we are from discovering all this. I mean, I'm just a person. I can't, I, I'm not in the, at the cutting edge of it, right? But I do feel like we're past the point of grasping onto straws here as well. I mean, I think, I think we're, I think we're definitely onto something. Now, let's let's jump into uh, into it. So, in the field of computational complexity, one of the ideas is minimizing the cost pertaining to computational resources in order to solve a problem. Just like with a lot of other things in life, right? Now. Back in the year 2006, it was uh, demonstrated that when viewed in the context of differential geometry, computational costs can actually be estimated by distances, which means that minimizing computational costs is equivalent to finding minimal geodesics. Now, geodesics are the shortest possible distance between two points on a curved surface. Now, this particular geometric perspective is very similar to the concepts that are used to describe gravity, right? And certain instances have led researchers to investigate the possible connections between gravity and computational complexity. But look, the, the work itself is very difficult and it is by no means a walk in the park. And so these researchers and the ones that are at the, 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 the forefront of all this are still trying to figure out basic questions such as how to define complexity and, you know, holographic models related to quantum gravity, right? Um, in particular, the conformal field theory. Now, the conformal field theory is a quantum field theory that essentially varies and changes under certain transformations, right? Um, and it's relative and whatnot. Now, let me also be clear that the foundations for this have not yet been set, and there's many different proposals for how it should be, but nothing has been set in stone as of now, right? So the question then becomes, what's the point of all this, and why should any of this even be of interest to anyone other than, you know, the ones that are studying it? Well, the reason for this is because if we can understand the relations between quantum, uh, quantum computation and gravity and what have you, we can then in essence provide a sort of definition and we can potentially lay a foundation 
for kind of summing everything up into one single quantity. And this would then allow us to kind of propose one single universal description of complexity that depends on this and this only. And so I think that this is very exciting because this then leads to the discovery of connections between complexity and concepts within quantum gravity, which then in turn leads to very interesting implications like the possibility that gravity governs and essentially dictates the rules for quantum computation in its most optimal form. So as of recently, it's been put forward and proposed that quantum computation theorists have theorized that the sole idea that the complexity of quantum circuits can be estimated by the length of the shortest geodesic within the complexity geometry of unitary transformations. Now, the reason for this proposal is due to the fact that within two-dimensional conformal field theories, with quantum gates given by the energy-momentum tensor, which is a tensor in physics that describes the, like, the density and the flux of energy and momentum in space-time, and generalizes the stress tensor of uh, Newtonian physics. The, the length of such geodesics is computated by the action of two-dimensional gravity. And so I think that because it is safe to presume this, we can understand that ultimately the theories and the proposals brought forward are something that is based off of legitimate findings and evidence, and it's not some you know, conforming hypothesis that kind of hopes to demonstrate this, but rather it has been demonstra demonstrated um, within two-dimensional gravity. Now, let me, let me be clear as well. This has only been demonstrated within two-dimensional gravity, right? That's the limit that it's kind of hit. However, at the same time, it is safe to say that there's some premise to this. Right? And so it's been stated from the same proposals brought forward as I spoke about earlier, that finding the minimal length on the complexity geometry within the setup of the one studying this is equivalent to solving the equations of gravity. Right? And this is all based off of what I just spoke of and the, the evidence being brought forward on this. Now, this is what these proposals mean when it is stated that gravity seems to set the rules for optimal co uh, computations within 2D conformal field theories. This perspective suggests that gravity could be useful in estimating computational complexity and identifying the most efficient computational methods for solving problems. Now, before I go on, I just I want everyone to keep in mind that this is a proposal with fairly limited evidence, as I touched upon earlier. And it's been brought forward within the context of a setting that seems to have been limited to that of what is being studied. Right, so we can't apply this to any particular um, setting or any you know, generally vague uh, setting. Now with all that being said, it's not something that we should rule out either because to rule it out would be something of a, a willfully ignorant kind of notion. And it's also been said that the notion of complexity within a certain task it dictates to us how difficult it would be to perform this using the tools that are currently avail available. Hence the... Um, Hence all the difficulty behind this, right? Now, within the, the quantum theory of computation, this very notion is generalized to the complexity of quantum circuits that have been built from quantum gates, which essentially means that it's a tough nut to crack, if I were to put it in plain English. So, what this study has showed is that there are families of quantum systems where the complexity of certain universal tasks have been well understood and estimated using classical gravity, which is the theory of uh, general relativity. Now, 
over the years, the use of you know, holographics and conformal field theories have demonstrated that gravity is very much related to quantum information in a very intimate kind of way. So to add to this, the, the lesson taken from these findings is that gravity may also teach us how to perform quantum computation with physical systems that will allow us to perform quantum computation in the most efficient manner. Now, let me just also say that even if I, let's assume I'm understanding this correctly, which I think and hope I am. This shows in a very limited degree that if we decipher this over time, we can then figure out what makes gravity work. And from that, we can then move on to bigger quantum computations, such as what makes up the, the very life that we live in. And if that has any correlation to one of my previous episodes about us living within a simulation or dimension of sorts, then we very well may be able to crack the code on all this. Right? And you see, I do want to point out that notice how things tend to kind of loop around and connect back to one another. Right? And if you listen to some of my previous episodes, you'll, you'll understand as well. Now, I also want to note that this study that first came forward about one year ago also suggests that undiscovered connections between complexity and gravity have arisen. And so therefore, it is safe to say that at least at this point in time, the more revelations that we begin to make pertaining to this, the more barriers seem to be popping up as well, right? So the more, the more barriers we kind of tear down, the more kind of seem to pop up. But I guess that's the whole point of uh, scientific discovery and what have you. Now, it, this also tends to raise more questions than it does answers. But I also want to say that for those that couldn't fully follow uh, throughout this episode, these findings that I've discussed throughout the entire podcast have pretty much suggested that, that that applies to a very specific set of quantum computing, which I mentioned earlier. But it is possible that these findings could be, could eventually, not right now, but could eventually be applied more widely. As I said earlier, these findings were only evident when it came directly to um, two-dimensional quantum, uh, I think it was quantum gravity. Now, uh, before I finish off this um, this episode, uh, I, I really hope that I've broken this concept down in an orderly and elegant way. Um, and, I, you know, I did as best as I could, and I hope that I've allowed people to gain a further understanding of how we are slowly but surely making our way to discovering how gravity works and how we may be able to, to bend it to our will, so to speak, uh, over time. Because if we can do that, then we can change industries and so many technologies and you know so many different things would be ripe with innovation but again um i'll probably be making another episode on this just because there's so much to cover but for now uh, thank you for listening feel free to like subscribe rate uh, depending on which platform you're on and we'll catch you next time